Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement, and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and stronger movement patterns, so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's podcast is called Stop the Snowball Effect. Stop the Snowball Effect. Imagine a snowball at the top of a hill and it starts rolling down the hill, gathering more and more snow. And as it's gathering more and more snow and speed, it's intensifying in all ways, right? The magnitude, it can, the impact it can have if it runs into something, um, the force it can produce, and it becomes this like one runaway train. And the snowball effect can happen in various ways, but specifically, I'm going to talk about the mental snowball effect and then the movement snowball effect. So in the snowball effect, we imagine waking up middle of the night and you have a thought about what you have to do tomorrow or perhaps what you haven't done yet and you need to get done. And then you go down this train of which becomes a snowball effect of all the things you have to get done or that you haven't done. And then that starts making you think about all the things in your life and all the different, this sounds familiar because I've done this before. (laughs) Everybody's done it, right? You just go down it and then your mind becomes busy and noisy and the snowball effect is in full swing, right? Your mind just goes down this path and becomes overwhelming and it becomes heavy and burdened by all the thoughts. And it it all started off with one thought, the one thought that, oh, I need to do this tomorrow or I didn't do this today. And then it just becomes much more than that. Now, movement can happen in the same way. So if you have a habit of moving a certain way that's not going to benefit you, you know, that you, you know, let's say you always sit to stand, come up from a sitting position and you're using your back instead of using your hips, your glute muscles. And then every time you lean over, 
it's a similar type effect. You only use your back and you don't use your hip. The snowball effect of that is is pretty profound because you do that enough time and then your knees might start to be bothering you. You lose range of motion in your ankles. You lose range of motion in your hips because you're moving from your back and your pelvis instead. Your posture isn't as great because your back is tight all the time. And then one thing continues to compound the other. And all of a sudden you wake up in the middle of the night, you get out of bed and you pull your back and you can't move. And then you think, how did this happen? Well, the snowball effect there was more quiet. It happened because you were allowing all these suboptimal movement patterns kind of catch up with you. So I've made an acronym to help us with the stopping of the snowball effect. And it's STOP is the acronym. So an acronym is where you write out the word and each letter has, um, each letter becomes its own kind of message. So for STOP, the S, when you're having a mental or a physical snowball effect, and one is going to be, you can capture it early, which is the mental one. But the physical one, you can capture early as well if we start to pay attention. So the S here is survey the situation, meaning notice. Notice how you are thinking when you're about to have more of a cascade effect. Like notice, okay, you wake up in the middle of the night, you have that thought. Instead of going on a train and thinking about all the things you're going to do and how you get behind and how you're ineffective and how you're failing in all the aspects of your life because you're not getting any one thing accomplished and you just go down that slope, accumulating more and more, why don't you get up and write that one thing down? I didn't do this today or I need to do this tomorrow and write it down. Survey the situation. What is what is something you can do about it at that moment that's simple? How about movement? Survey the situation. With this, it's a little different, but it takes the same amount of kind of meditative property, which is focus on what you're doing. Focus on how you move. Focus on how you sit. Focus on how you stand. When you catch yourself in the in the day and you're standing, I'll do this sometimes. I'll be standing and looking at um, my computer or looking through some papers And I just stop in the middle of it and I think, okay, what is the position of my skull right now? How is that putting load on my neck? How is that putting, how is that affecting my shoulder? And I stop, I survey the situation so that my attempt is moment to moment, as much as possible, I can be more consistent with my optimal posture and then the more optimal movement. There's no perfect, but more optimal. So it's going to be more sustainable. So it doesn't create a snowball effect in my joints, in my soft tissue, and then ultimately in my movement. Notice, survey the situation more and more. I say this in so many of my podcasts and so many of my class. Our body gives us an opportunity to pay attention, to notice, not space out. It's in the spacing out that catches up with us. So in the middle of the night, we go down the chain and become the snowball effect happens. So both through the physical and the mental, we can pause and survey the situation. And then the second letter, T, so we're going for stop, T. Tune into the feeling of that moment, of when you're surveying the situation, tune into it. So for instance, in my physical body, when I stop and survey the situation, how I'm standing as I'm looking at the computer, looking through my papers or typing something, 
I tune in and I think where, like really feel without putting, uh, attaching any judgment to it. Like what tune in, what does it feel like? So I will notice, oh my gosh, my skull is off center because I'm tuning in and feeling the compression of the tissue in my neck, the shortening there, how it has to tighten to hold my head up when I'm not in kind of a proper alignment. The more we tune in, the more we're going to be present in that moment, in that moment to moment awareness. And that's going to really help any snowball effect. This helps when you're having a discussion with someone. When you survey the situation and you're having a discussion and you feel like it's starting to gain a lot of tension or there's like a lot of noise to a discussion, it may be becoming argumentative, you might not be getting your point across or you might be not receiving. Can you tune into the feeling of that? And and that tuning in is going to allow you to respond differently than to just go down this path of snowballing. All right. O, objectively respond to the first two. We survey the situation, tune into the feeling, and then objectively respond. This requires a kind of level of human sophistication because we are having a personal experience in our own lives of how we feel, of how we respond, of how we emote, how we behave. So to objectively do anything takes more talent and practice. And that is in the form of objectively responding. So that means I'm going to respond without personalizing it, without vilifying myself. So if I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm starting to go down the path and I say, whoa, 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 whoa. wait, I had this feeling, survey the situation. What can I do about it? Maybe write down a note that it clears my brain a little bit, tune into the feeling of that. Does that feel like it's getting me calmer, I can go back to sleep, tune into that feeling and objectively respond. That seemed to be enough or no, I need to do more. Let me write down a list of things or let me plan whatever I need to plan to not be in this space of feeling um, this stress in the middle of the night. Objectively responding to how you're moving, looking at yourself and saying, I need to stand up taller. I slouch, but not a, God, look at like my poor posture. Look at those rounded shoulders. I must be so weak in there. I, I'm this, I'm that. Just objective, objectively respond. Tune into the feeling. Eck doesn't feel good when it's in this position. Objectively respond. It needs to be put back in this position. And then I'm going to hold it there. And I'm going to hold it with a feeling of wanting to be in alignment, not with a feeling of the subjective experience of it. Like, wow, here's another example of subjectifying it. Well, gosh, my mom sits that same way. She has that same rounded spine as I do. Oh my gosh, I no wonder I'm sitting like this. This is how I'm stuck at this desk all day. You know, no, objectively respond to it with a, a, a um, an answer that's not personalizing it. That really will help the snowball effect because the snowball effect then goes and you know you can when you personalize anything you can go down the train when you objectively respond to it you're going to be able to stop it in its tracks. The final thing is P. Plan another route. Plan another route. So instead of going down this path, this hill, this valley of with the snowball, plan another route. 
you've noticed you've gone down this path a lot. It's become really worn out. It's become slippery. It's become easy to snowball. So plan something, plan a different route. Plan to, for so for middle of the night type stuff, you wake up. How about something totally different? Get up, drink some water, take 10 breaths, come back. Nothing I can do about it now. I need to go to bed, take 10 breaths, put on, sometimes what I'll do is I'll put on a, um, some kind of sleep sound. Just plan something differently than just sitting there. That's the worst. When you know you're sitting there and the snowball effect is happening and you're witnessing it, but you don't plan another route and you just stay there and for two hours become overwhelmed, losing sleep on and on. So plan another route, try a different tactic, in other words. So all the other things you've tried, you're noticing, you're surveying, you're tuning in, you're trying to respond objectively. And this fourth thing is when those other things seem to be working, but you might need another addition is start planning another route. Try something different. So in the form of movement, like what I do is I shake up what I'm doing. Like I don't, I try and like, oh, you know what? I'm a stand over here. I'm going to stand instead of sit, or I'm going to sit instead of stand. See which one puts me in a better position for my posture. I'm going to, for me now, what I'm doing um, in terms of movement is that I am not letting myself sit down or stand or whatever I'm doing at the computer for longer than, I put on a timer, and for longer than 40 minutes. And then I um, finish what I'm doing, and I get up, and I do something else for 15 minutes. And then I'll come back. And so for the longer periods that I have where I have to be working in a computer and I know it's really affecting my posture, even though I have pretty good posture, I have to plan another route. I've just got to plan something differently because I get down the tunnel of uh, focused stuff on whatever I'm doing. And if I don't have that timer on, it's not going to work well for me. So you can do this physically. You're at the gym. You've been, that's why I came up with in my yoga classes the happy squat, which is moving into a squat from a kind of inverse way from the ground up. And this is planning another route. It's not working for people to try and learn how to squat if they've done it so many times. And as much as they pay attention, they tend to go back to their kind of normal pattern. So planning another route, it's a neuromuscular pathway that will eventually become stronger. And that pathway will be the one that's chosen. So it if you want to try this out, try some, of my, try some of my classes online on my Lit Daily. I have this idea of planning another route in so many ways, knowing, having worked with a variety of levels of people and ter- levels of um, skill set in terms of experienced yogis or experienced athletes, ex- move, movement people, to people who haven't moved in their bodies in a long time, to new mothers, to corporate executives, all of it. And what I've found is that I have to do this plan, you know, number P a lot or letter P a lot, which is plan another route, which is remapping in a different way because some things get so hardwired. The snowball has really just taken up so much and it's moved and moved and it's it's large and it's hard to, it's almost like a boulder. So we have to just plan another route, got to figure out something different. So I do that a lot in my movement experience where we move in a variety of ways specifically to plan another route so that that brain mapping happens. So check out some of those classes and see for yourself. So this is a very simple 
model for having to stop that snowball effect, whether it's mental or physical. They're one, they're one and they're not one and the same, but they're one affects the other. So by by practicing it in the mental, you're gonna help the physical. The overall is the overall message is pay attention. Notice what's happening before you go down the path of the snowball. So before you go down the train that makes you overwhelmed or creates a repetitive strain injury or movement dysfunction, notice, 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 and let that help you stop the snowball effect. Share this with friends. Give me your feedback on what you'd like to hear more about on this podcast by writing me at lara at movementbylara.com. And as always, pulling for you, hugs from me to you.